Welcome to episode 116 of the Clarity Compressed Podcast. My name is Paul J. Daly. Today, I will be your host, and I got my COVID-19 face mask bandana thing on. I always look like I'm going to rob the place when I walk in. And today, I'm robbing the brain trust of the Wall Street Journal bestseller, David Meerman Scott, as we talk about his book, Fanocracy. We're making our way through the fog of life, and clarity is understanding where we are on the map. You are here. (laughs) Let the good times roll. This is Clarity Compressed. Okay, I'm leaning in for the moment of clarity this week because it's that important. Right now, in this COVID-19 situation, you have a once in a lifetime opportunity to rebuild your business guilt free. Think of today as day one. We know we've learned this from Jeff Bezos. Look at your business as day one and then make the best decisions from there. A lot of legacy often clouds our best judgment when it comes to building our businesses and doing well for our people. Right now, you can rebuild things from scratch, once in a lifetime opportunity, and not just your business, your own personal life. You've been sequestered. You get to go back into the world. What type of demeanor do you want to have? What type of person do you want to be? What type of friend do you want to be? So whether it's your business or your own personal life, today is a really good time to reset that. This COVID-19 season is a really good time to reset that. If you're a business, individual, whatever, you should come out of this situation and everyone should say, wow, that business or that person is a lot better than I remember. So that's the moment of clarity today. Never a better chance to reinvent than right now. I'm so excited for what he's going to show me. Hurry up and show me Paul's pick. All right, today for Paul's pick is a really special is a really special one today because I'm going to do a live unboxing of the Game Changer sneakers that were sent to me by my friend and someone I respect a whole lot, David Villa. Two Davids, David on the show and David who's sending sneakers. So um, we're going to do live unboxing of this. These Game Changer shoes, they're custom shoes that he makes. Uh, David's got an awesome brand, awesome company. He's an awesome guy, awesome family, just generally awesome. So um, sent me these shoes, so let's unwrap them. I haven't looked at them. I haven't unwrapped them yet. Uh, first thing, nicely packed in a shipping box. And uh, they just come in this nice tissue paper. Like, I don't know, tissue paper is really nice when a box is wrapped and it. it makes it feel better. Um, on the tissue paper, there is a nice sticker. If you're watching, you can see that. If not, it is uh, a little sticker holding the tissue paper together. I believe these are Italian-made sneakers. So uh, it's my first Italian-made sneakers. As you guys know, I am a Nike wearer. I wear Air Force Ones all the time, every time. Even I have a Gore-Tex pair of Air Force Ones that I wear in the winter because they're waterproof and breathable, and I love them. But I told David, if these sneakers come my way, I will wear these because they mean something. Um, And I've made a brand connection with David. And also, I want to make sure that you guys see them. So, look, this box is awesome. Let's see. Made it. Here we go. Looking on the side. Made in Italy. The GC1s by David Villa. Um, You open the box. The box flips open. It looks like it's a little magnet close. Oh, my goodness. That's a really nice touch. So, the box opens and closes with a magnet. I'm opening up the lid of the box. It folds open kind of like... Like a, imagine like a Lamborghini door or a Tesla door opening upside down instead of like gull winging, winging up. It gull wings down. You have some more tissue paper wrapping in here. Oh man, these are beautiful. Each sneaker is wrapped individually in some plastic. 
I take it out. Oh, we get the oh, new sneaker smell. That's the best smell in the world. These are beautiful. Nice leather upper. David's signature there on the side. Rubber, lower. Nice stitch work around the side. Just real crisp. Real crisp. Real white. Nice little blue accent with a, Is that a real signature? That would be awesome if it is. It may or may not be. Inside the sole, made in Italy. So here you have it. Beautiful, beautiful pair of sneakers. The Game Changers GC1s from my friend David Villa. You should check him out. We'll link him up in the comments. But this is by far, by far, Paul's pick for this week. The Game Changer ones. All right, so today we're talking about the thought, the concept that marketing and advertising and trying to get people to buy something or transact from you uh, doesn't always have to be boring. It doesn't have to be uh, pushy. It doesn't have to be salesy, but it can be fun. And it can be really the result of what you're passionate about. And that's why my guest today, David Meerman Scott, wrote a book with his daughter called Fanocracy. And they really took principles of really kind of epic organizations like the Grateful Dead. And we talk about Harry Potter universe. We talk about some other things and how we can take those principles and employ them in our business so that we can begin to create fans. And this isn't all fluffy. It's actually based in like six years of neuroscience research where we talk about what actually happens when we are about this distance, when you're wa- if you're watching this and not just listening, we're about four feet away. So he calls it cocktail party distance. We talked about what how the brain processes that. And we also get into how that's actually working in this COVID-19 world where we're not able to be face-to-face and have like the feeling of being at a live show or the feeling of, you know, coming into a customer, coming into your environment, like your storefront or your organization or to a live event. David in the interview does a really great thing um, to prove his point by doing something. He gets me to biologically react. It's really neat. So I hope you enjoy this interview with my new friend, David Meerman Scott, as we talk about fanocracy. So David, thank you so much for spending some time with us today in the Clarity Compressed uh, audience here. I'm really excited to talk to you because I feel like there's a lot of things that we talk about that are just like real parallel rails. So thank you. Oh, my pleasure. It's so cool to be on here. I really appreciate it. Okay. So let's talk about this. For for starters, um, I looked at your book, Fanocracy. I saw that you had a review by Seth Godin and Tony Robbins. So like, tell us uh, how that comes together. So Tony Robbins actually wrote the foreword. I speak at Tony Robbins Business Mastery events and have so have done so since 2014. And Tony's a buddy and um, we're business partners. So uh, it's super cool that he lets me onto his stage because it's it's 2,500 people or more, you know, just high energy, crazy cool. I have a two hour time slot and it's like nothing else in the world to be able to be on a Tony Robbins stage. So he was really kind to agree to do the forward to the book. And I really appreciate that he did that. So um, that's pretty amazing, first of all. So that that gives a little bit more context. I actually didn't know that about you, which is really cool. Um, Let's talk about uh, the book. Let's talk about fanocracy, or at least the thinking behind the book, why you wrote it, um, what it's about, like, what are the base principles? So I was talking to my daughter, Reiko. She's 27 years old. We're talking about how I'm a massive fan of 
the Grateful Dead and live music. She's a massive fan of Harry Potter. And we decided to do the research as to why we became fans of these things and how people become fans of other things. And we had a thesis that anybody, any organization, any person, any company, any idea, doctors, lawyers, dentists, B2B companies, doesn't matter, Mm -hmm. can create fans. And so we interviewed neuroscientists. Um, This is a five-year project. (laughs) Um, And the neuroscience is really interesting. We humans are hardwired to want to be part of a tribe of like-minded people Mm -hmm. because that goes back thousands of years because when we're with our tribe, we're safe and comfortable. And when we're not with our tribe, we can feel vulnerable. And that still is the case with humans. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I'm in a Grateful Dead show, I'm with my tribe, I can turn to anyone, even if I've never met them and and start a conversation. But if I'm in a a crowded elevator, um, I feel nervous, even though intellectually, I know there's no danger there. Um, And so the idea of building fans is how can you build those personal relationships with people? How can you get people physically close together, brings people together? And um, we looked at all sorts of different organizations as to how they build fans. And it's just so interesting to us that anybody can can build fans, any kind of organization, any company can build fans. And people say to me, but David, you know, here we are in COVID. I mean, here we are in this lockdown. You know, you can't go to a Grateful Dead concert. They just canceled their, the Dead and Company canceled their tour. And, you know, you can't go meet people in person. So there's another form of neuroscience, which I'm going to demonstrate, Paul. This is fascinating. I've got, a lem- I've got a lemon and a slice of lemon here. Yep. And Um, The idea of mirror neurons is that our brains fire when we do something, like when I take a bite of this lemon. Our brain fires just watching me do something, like take a bite of lemon. So, wow, I mean, it's so powerful. It makes my eyes close and water a little bit. My mouth puckers up and saliva. I already know where you're going with this one. (laughs) Feel the lemon, right, Paul? You're feeling the lemon. Everyone else is feeling the lemon. Mm -hmm. So here's what's interesting about the environment we're in right now as we're recording this. No, you can't get out and physically meet with people to make them your fans. But video cropped as we are right now, cropped as if you're about four feet from the camera, cropped as if you're in a cocktail party situation with the person on the other side of the camera. This is how you can build fans because our mirror neurons tell us that even though intellectually we know that you're thousands of miles away or hundreds of miles away from me now, Paul, and everyone else watching is they don't far and far away from where, where we are right now, Mm -hmm. their brains, the mirror neurons say that they're in the same room having a conversation, which is why you feel, you know, a movie star. Mm -hmm. So this means all entrepreneurs, business owners, um, should be using video in this period of time, video on your social networks, video on your websites, video on your sales um, calls, because it's incredibly powerful to reach people right now and help build fans. Well, I think that that 
um, we're seeing that even internally in a lot of companies now, right? We're deploying Zoom and Skype and every other video conference. So like my team right now, my agency is 15 people. And typically we meet in a building every day and we see each other. And if we happen to meet now, first of all, we're meeting more frequently now than we ever did. But even when we would get in a conference room, we would get in the big conference room and we'd sit around and we would look at one another and somebody would talk. There'd be a PowerPoint um, you know, or a keynote that we'd all follow along with slides and everyone's kind of in a different state of paying attention. And me, as say I'm the speaker, as the speaker, I can only look at one face at a time. Right, because it'd be really awkward if I was just going like this the whole time as I'm talking and waving my head back and forth. But now, like what you just said, I look at 15 faces every morning at 8:15 a.m. and I already feel like I understand everyone's personality better. Is is that a similar thing that's happening? It's really interesting because instead of a group of people who are 12 or 15 feet away when they're in a conference room. I mean, you might be close to a couple of people who are right next to you. But, but you're, you're not, not looking, looking at them. them. It's re- really weird if I turn sideways and I'm looking at the it, right socially awkward Correct. at that point. Cor- Correct. So what you're doing is you're recreating cocktail party distance four feet away, which is among this is the most powerful um, um, unless you're um, you know, unless it's a family member or a really right. close personal sure. friend, you can get clo- closer than four feet. But for most people, four feet, if you have a if you have a comfortable relationship with someone, fabulously powerful. So what you're doing is you're having that conversation four feet away from 12 people. And yep. of course, intellectually, you know, they're not in the same room. They're scattered around in, in, in your business's case, scattered around a particular city. But um, but you're your mirror neurons say that you're in the same room. You're having a personal conversation with all of them. So it's really, really powerful. And it's really, really powerful. I'm not sure if you're using that with your clients as well, but it's really powerful to build, to build fans that way, as well as on your website, on your social media. Um, I know, um, I recently put a little video on the place that people, um, the, 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 the call to action where they, they click if they want to reach me. And I said, Hey, David Merriman Scott here. You may be wondering what's going to happen when you fill out this form. Well, I'm not going to hassle you. I'm not going to put you on a mailing list. I just want to know who you are and then we'll have a chat if it makes sense. So please fill out the form. Something as simple as that. Yep. yep. Um, in, it can in, and the video, right, can increase the number of people who fill out the form. I'm seeing a 25% increase. So it's really interesting it, stuff. It is. And so um, we call ourselves congruent, my agency, we call ourselves a connection agency, um, not a marketing agency, not a brand agency, not a creative agency, because we also believe what you believe in that the real power is in human connection and not in price payment ads and not give to get. But it's like, what do you care about? And how does that connect with who I authentically am? And so I know you believe these things because I've, I've read quotes and like a lot of the quotes that you've written, I'm like, I, I I believe every word. Like I could have written yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I could have. I could have written that. Where'd this guy come up with? Right that? from my brain. And so, so I'm going to ask you a question. And this, this is something that um, pushback that I receive as I'm trying to basically convince people of this belief. You know, and it's always, you know, I try not to spend a lot of time convincing unconvincible people, but on the people I think that might be able to come around. You know, you use examples like the Grateful Dead, Harry Potter. Right. And I, you, you know, it's easy to go in and, and use the, the brands that do it best. Right. You can go in with Nike and Apple and Yeti coolers and you go in and say all these. 
But a lot of times when you use these big examples, especially something like a legendary band or a global phenomenon that is entertainment, how how can I, when I have, I don't know, when I say I have um, a refrigeration business, let me find the most boring business I can find. Like, how do I start to build fans for a refrigeration business? So it's really interesting because we found some examples of organizations that you never would think has built have built fans. And I'll, I'll, I'll come around to the refrigeration just a second. Okay, I want to share. I want to share one first. Automobile insurance. Yep. yep. Everybody hates automobile insurance. Everybody hates it because nobody wants to spend money on it because it feels like you're throwing money down the drain. Mm -hmm. And further, nobody ever wants to use the product because it means you crashed your car. Right. It's, it's a, a bad, bad thing. thing. It's, it's a, a bad, bad thing. thing. It's a bad. It's a bad thing all around in every way you can think about it. So I in, we interviewed for our book Fanocracy. We interviewed Mikhail Haggerty. He's the entrepreneurial um, owner and CEO of of Haggerty Insurance. They specialize in classic car auto insurance. And they have built over a million fans. They've completely built their business on fandom. He said to me, David, I can't compete by being the low cost provider. Mm -hmm. I can't compete by spending more money on ads. Mm -hmm. I can compete, however, in growing fans better than all the other guys. So they go to over 100 classic car auto events um, per year in North America. They have a YouTube channel with over a million followers. They created a virtual driver's club with 650,000 members where you can meet other people who share the, the same kind of love of classic cars as you do. Um, they're just doing all this crazy cool stuff. And they are the largest classic car insurance company in the world now, double-digit growth every year, because they focused on fans. They mm -hmm. focused on developing a relationship. So getting back to the refrigeration company, um, one thing that – I mean you talked about the Grateful Dead. One thing that I've noticed with a lot of companies is that – and you see this too – is that yes, they have content on their site or they – provide things that they believe have value. Mm -hmm. But um, but as you said, it's this give to get thing. It's like, oh, well, we created this wonderful white paper about how you can use refrigeration to do X, Y, Z, but, but you have to give us your email address before we give it to you. Mm -hmm. So the problem is that this sets up an adversarial relationship. Mm. Um, you set up an adversarial relationship when you say to somebody, I'm going to give you something, but not until you give me something first in return. Uh, return. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's it, the, the idea of having a valuable piece of content, an ebook, a white paper, whatever it is, but only requiring people to fill out a form and submit their, their personal information is like going into that cocktail party we talked about earlier um, and saying to someone, sorry, I can't talk to you until you give me your business card. Right. That doesn't right. work. Right. Every email form, every piece of advertising. So you released the book. What are the things in the book that seem to pop more than the other things? What are the things that you get asked the most from people who read the book or engage with the content? What are the common things that come up that people want to interact on? Yeah, there's two things that are really interesting. Um, the first one is, what in the world did you write a book with your 27-year-old <laughs> daughter for? <laughs> and when we first started, she was only 21. Um, but, but the other thing that's been so interesting is we talk a lot about passion. We talk a lot about how 
when you're passionate about something, for me, the Grateful Dead, for Reiko Harry Potter, for other people, it might be a sports team you love or fly fishing that you love to do or um, the fact that you love to ski or that you love to knit or go bird watching, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Those, the passion is infectious. And people just light up when they want to talk about the thing that they love. And when I give speeches about fanocracy, um, we start talking about what is it that you love? And uh, people love to talk about the thing that they're passionate about. But here's the part that was surprising to us. Um, The part that was surprising is how much people love to hear about other people's passions, even if they don't share that passion. Mm. And And this, in fact is a way to grow fans. And I want to illustrate that with a bit of an example. We, um, we, I met um, about two and a half years ago, a dentist at a Tony Robbins event. His, his name is Dr. John Marashi. He's in Southern California. And Dr. Marashi came to me after my talk and said, David, this all sounds really good, but I'm a dentist. What are you talking about? I, I, I can't develop fans. What are you crazy? And uh, he said, you know, there's 10,000 or more dentists in Southern California. We all look and act the same. We use the same template for our website built by the same, same company. company. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and we all wear the white coat that makes us look like we're important and we have the degrees on the wall and so on. I go, how can I compete with that? And I said, Dr. Marashi, what do you love to do? What are you passionate about? And he said, I love to skateboard. And I go, bingo, that's what we're going to talk about. That's right. right. So he so he and I got on the uh, – after Tony Robbins, a couple weeks later, he and I got on the phone and I coached him on this. And he he, he, he went all in on it because I've talked to a bunch of people about this. Not everyone goes all in. Dr. Marashi went all in. First thing he did is he put skateboards on the wall of his dental practice physically in the room. Mm-hmm. He skateboards from one examination room to another. Um, he, on his website, he has pictures of him skateboarding. He created an Instagram and it now has, last time I checked over 14,000 followers. Much of it is his um, photographs and, and videos of him skateboarding. Mm-hmm. So now he, he reached out to me maybe three months ago, four months ago and said, David, I just wanted to let you know. Um, I used to be one of 10,000 dentists. Now I am the skateboarding dentist. And this one little change that you suggested mm-hmm. um, helped me to grow my practice by 30%, which I can measure. And it's more likely to be 50% because there's another 20% of referrals that I can't necessarily measure according to this. So he says that when he asked people why they came to him, so we love you, the fact that you're a skateboarding dentist. Well, that's it because I think humans find other humans interesting, right? There, there's a level of interest when someone cares a lot about something or is a little bit quirky. Um, even in music, when people make music, like the human ear likes to be surprised. And when you see a skateboarding dentist, you're like, Oh, that's a person. That's not a dentist. It's a person, and there's a cool element to it. And there's there's uh, just something that draws me to him. Last question: How can people follow you? Get a hold of you? What's the best way? So I've got a, a website for the book, which is fanocracy.com. We'll link it up. Uh, so you can check that out. Um, uh, and then on social media, for the most part, I'm DM Scott, that's D M S C O T T. Uh, and, um, and then if you Google my full name, David Meerman Scott, I pop up all over because I'm the only David Meerman Scott on the planet. That's a beautiful thing right there. 
David, thank you so much for sharing some time. You're a busy man. You have a lot of amazing things. Thanks for sharing your energy and your insights with us today. Thanks a lot, Paul. This is I love what you're doing. It's great stuff helping people out with this wonderful podcast. Thank you. So I think a lot of the points that we talked about in there really go hand in hand with the fact that when you build brand, you're actually making connection. You're not selling anything. You're saying, this is what I'm about. This is what I'm passionate about. This is what I care about. This is how I'm hardwired. And then you understand what is important to the other person and you connect the dots. You make a real connection, which is why a skateboarding dentist has now really changed his business because people connect with the skateboarding dentist. He used to be one of 10,000 dentists in the area, but now he's the only skateboarding dentist. And, you know, we see this even in some of the themes that you've seen in this podcast before, like my friend, Jesse Cole in the Savannah Bananas, your business is no different. And it, it's always easy to try to discount your business. My business is boring. You don't understand. That's not true. You're passionate about something. The people that are buying your product or service are definitely passionate about something. You have to connect the dots. You have the ability to reach out digitally. You have the ability to listen and get insights more than you ever have before because everyone is flocking to social media and digital means right now. So how about you go out and you just listen, search hashtags, read the comments, learn, listen to what your customers care about. And now you're actually better prepared to connect with them more than ever before. And on top of that, the marketing plan that you had going into COVID-19, guess what? Throw it out the window because you have to build a new marketing plan. I'm working on something right now called the Never Go Back Marketing Plan. And we're going to be releasing that soon. I'm in a webinar format and um, you know we're going to give you the ability to sign up for that. But the premise is that you have more opportunity and a different opportunity right now than you did coming into this situation. And I believe you have a once in a lifetime opportunity to completely reset your marketing ecosystem, to completely set reset your company culture ecosystem and rebuild your business from the ground up as if it were day one. And here's the most important part, guilt free. So all that to wrap around, I hope you enjoyed today's conversation um, with David. I hope you are enjoying the insights that you're gleaning from some of this content. I hope more than anything, you're actually executing and that you're going out there and you're doing new things, trying new things, focusing on what should I be in the future, not what was I in the past? Because if you don't do that right now, you will not survive. If you do that right now, you will thrive more than you could have had this COVID-19 situation never, ever happen. So that's it for this week. I hope you stay connected over the course of the week and next week and next week. Let me know uh, what you think. Let me know who you want to see on the show. Just feel free to email me, DM me, check out some of the social content, interact with it because together we are better. Together we can move forward and we don't live in such a box and we can kind of get out of the, I don't know, get out of the mud of our own individual thinking. Have an awesome week. I will talk to you next week. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.